Jesus entered the temple area and drove out all those engaged in selling and buying there. He overturned the tables of money changers and the seats of those who were selling doves. And he said to them, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of thieves. Matthew 21, 12 to 14. Happy Holy Week, everybody. What a great passage to start this time with, the cleansing of the temple. For Jesus and for the Jews, the temple is the most sacred place, the place where Yahweh dwells, where they would go for their rituals and their sacrifices. It is the burning core of their faith. And so Jesus has tremendous zeal and tremendous passion to keep the Father's house the way that it should be. That is the background. But we don't want to just reflect on what was. Whenever we read scripture, I always find it helpful to reflect on what is. What is this scripture saying to you and to I right now at this time in a moment where we aren't able to go to the temple, in a moment where even St. Peter's Plaza is quiet and closed. How tremendously moving was seeing Pope Francis walk up those stairs in the dark, in the rain, and give the blessing of the Blessed Sacrament to an empty plaza. That is what I think all of us are experiencing. So as we reflect upon uh, this passage of Jesus cleansing the temple, and we look at what's happening in our own life, let's think about this tremendous reality that even though you and I can't go to church, and I include myself in this now because I'm quarantined. <laughs> the legionary community is quarantined uh, for 14 days. Like, we're not going anywhere. I can't even do my running route right now. We are stuck, stuck in the house, right? And many of us probably are in the same situation. So what is the Lord saying to us through the circumstances that we are all going through, through this gospel and through Holy Week? I think what the Lord is saying and reminding us of is you and I are that temple. And this needs to be driven home. We are temples of God. God, the Blessed Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit dwells within us. Do we understand that? Have we taken that to heart? Do we truly believe that here, in my heart, the heart, which is the center of who I am, where my intellect and my mind and my will and my desires and my emotions and my feelings and my identity, the burning core, the center of who I am, where it all converges deep within, is where God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit dwells. 
dwells, lives. I am a temple consecrated to God through my baptism, belonging, belonging to him. That sacred place, sacred ground where God dwells is me. My brother is sacred. My sister is sacred. Your husband is sacred. Your wife is sacred. Your children are sacred. We are sacred because we are temples, temples of the Holy Spirit. As Pope Francis likes to say, we need to learn to take off our sandals before the sacred ground of the other person. We are sacred. We are sacred because the Holy Spirit dwells within you and I. We are temples. Let's think about this. I, lo I love this little story. It happened to me a little while ago where I was invited over to bless somebody's home. And bear with me, I'll tell the story and then and draw, out the, uh, draw out the conclusion from it. Um, and it was great, it was a, it was a big house. Uh, it was really, really a nice place to bless. Um, and the family was there, they met me at the door, uh, the mom and the dad, and they had two or three kids and all of them were little and, and uh, we did the blessing of the holy water and um, I had the, the little boy held the, the bowl of water, right? And, and uh, the girl was leading me from room to room, right? With the whole family kind of, it was like this procession through the house. And um, as we're going through, through the room, uh, house, the house was totally immaculate. Not a speck of dust. They cleaned like uh, the coronavirus was there, right? <laughs> I mean, everything was like clean, immaculate. I remember the, my first impression when I walked into the doors, everything smelled of cinnamon. It was really something incredible. So we're going from room to room and the girl is leading the way and I'm sprinkling holy water in each room. Every room is immaculate and perfect. And the boy looks at me and he says, Father, when I grow up, I wanna be just like you. And it was like, oh wow, a priest? And he says, no, a fireman. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, okay, well. So we're, we're blessing each room, right? And every room is perfect and perfect and perfect and the kids' rooms are perfect. And then we come to this one room and the door is closed. And um, I said, well, let's open the door. And the mom goes, no, 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 not that room. And I'm like, well, why is that? Why not? And she said, well, that room is messy. It's dirty. And I thought, oh, okay. I said, okay, here's what we'll do. I will close my eyes. You open that door. And we will throw in all the rest of the holy water into the dirty room because that's probably the room that needs to be blessed the most. All right, that's the story. Take that story, here's the image. Here's the connection. At least for me, the way I see it. When we think that we're a temple, a temple of the Holy Spirit, the temple that I am, we think about all the good parts of our life our virtues, uh, the parts of our personality that we enjoy, the parts of our life that we say, yes, I can offer this to God, the best versions of ourselves, that this is the temple, this is the temple. But my defects, the area of me that has the propensity for sin, 
those inner chambers of memories, of past decisions that I've left locked, where there's the dragon in the dungeon or the skeleton in the closet, those areas deep within, that's not the temple. No, you're wrong. The conversion is that everything that makes you, you, is loved. All of you, even your propensities for sin, where we are most vulnerable, we are loved. And this is where the Lord wants to go. This part of our temple, this part, that is where Jesus wants to help. So as we contemplate being a temple, part of being this temple is opening wide every door of who I am, opening wide the door of my past, opening wide the door of my memory, opening wide the door of my emotions, opening door wide the door of my feelings, casting open every door, every window for the Lord to enter and bless and cleanse and clean. That, my dear friends, is what it means for me to be a temple. When I read here in this passage of Jesus overturning the tables of money changers and the seats of those who are selling doves, this same zeal that the Lord shows for the temple in Jerusalem is the same zeal that he has for you and I. This love, this tremendous love. And there's certain times in our life, certain moments in our life where things are becoming overturned, where life becomes rocked, so to speak. And the places where we have put our securities, or the places where we put our, our self-worth, right? Those things that have distracted us from the truth of who we are as a temple of God start to become overturned, right? And the thing that's really interesting, the pigeons were needed for the sacrifice. The money was good, it kept the temple going. <laughs> These are bad things, but in some way they had become more important than the temple. They had blinded the people from what the temple is. And the Lord came and overturned it out of love, out of love. That is a great way to understand our own life when we hit moments of trial and difficulty and challenge and we feel as if those things in our life that we have relied so tremendously on are coming overturned. Why? When that happens, when where we have put our securities, our self-reliance, and it starts to become overturned in our life, we are forced to go to the foundation, to what is actually the foundation of my life. And the Lord wants to remind us that 
the foundational truth of who you and I are is a temple where he dwells, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That the foundational truth of this, our life, of who you and I are, our identity, is that we are a temple so loved, so beloved, that not only does the Lord overturn those pigeons and those tables and the money changers, but he dies for that temple. Our temple is so sacred. You and I are so sacred, so loved, that we are worth the very blood of Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God. That's how much he has loved the temple that you and I are. God bless you. I wish you a wonderful, safe, holy week. May we all, as the tables of our lives have been overturned, go deeply into the amazing foundational truth of who we are. Temples where the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit